feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, boy, is it a busy news night. President Trump just coming out in the last few hours slamming uh, all of his challengers and certainly slamming who he believes is his main challenger, President Joe Biden, saying the withdrawal from Afghanistan was pathetic, that we need to have peace through strength, that the world is in chaos now. And it's interesting listening to President Trump. uh, Boy, what a change it is. Then hearing President Biden, he recited President Trump how the border is now a disaster. That's clear. Uh, He also said, look at what's going on with all the wars that are going on around the world between Ukraine, Israel, Hamas. Uh, Look at the standing that U.S. has dropped in many ways around the world and the respect that the U.S. has been losing Look at all the evildoers like Iran and China and so many others that are looking at weakness, sadly, coming from our U.S. administration now. And he also talked a little bit about Chris Christie because that was the big news, of course, in the last few hours that the New Jersey governor has decided to drop out of the race. And here he is when he made the announcement a few hours ago. I've always said that there came a point in time in this race where I couldn't see a path to accomplishing that goal that I would get out. And it's clear to me tonight that there isn't a path for me to win the nomination, which is why I'm suspending my campaign tonight for President of the United States. I know, and I can see it from some of the faces here, that I'm disappointing some people by doing this. People who believe in our message and believe in what we've been doing. I also know, though, it's the right thing for me to do. Because I want to promise you this. I am going to make sure that in no way do I enable Donald Trump to ever be president of the United States again. Wow, he is on a mission. So what do you make of the fact that Chris Christie is no longer in the race? And who do you think his voters are going to go to? There was a poll recently that said about half of Chris Christie's voters might go to Nikki Haley, 21% someone else, 7% to Trump. I was surprised about that because all he does is bash President Trump. That seemed to be his mission So I'd be surprised if anybody who was supporting Chris Christie would end up going to Trump, but maybe they like that sort of feisty, spirited style. Uh, Although Chris Christie seems to be his whole mission is to bash President Trump. So what does it make in terms of a difference or an impact on the race now that he is saying that he is no longer in the race? Do you think it will have any impact? And do you think 
he might suddenly endorse like a Nikki Haley or a DeSantis? Or do you think he'll wait to endorse somebody? Uh, He was also caught, by the way, on a hot mic. And this moment everybody is talking about tonight. Chris Christie talking backstage. This is before he did his announcement. And he, of course, is backstage talking with one of the, they believe, according to some reports, uh, that he was talking to somebody who's sort of one of the senior guys there in the GOP, the former chair of the New Hampshire Republican Party. And this moment is very telling because, of course, publicly, Chris Christie, yes, he's been bashing DeSantis and bashing Nikki Haley, but he clearly saw there's no path. There was no way he was going to get elected. He wasn't even going in Iowa. He was putting all his eggs in the New Hampshire basket, and the latest polls in New Hampshire show him like three or four uh, at best in New Hampshire. So he clearly had no path to the presidency. It was obvious uh, from day one. And he really flipped and flopped on President Trump. I mean, at one point, remember, he was good buddy buddies with him. Then he kind of abandoned him during the Access Hollywood tape, all that stuff in 2016. Then he came back to him and helped him with some of the debates. And then he went against him again. So, you know, there's a lot of issues with him. And I want to hear your thoughts about that. But listen to this moment that was caught on a hot mic. Again, this is right before Christie a few hours ago when he came out and he announced that he is no longer running. He did it in New Hampshire and backstage before it all. uh, There were a couple comments that are raising huge eyebrows tonight He was caught on the audio of a live stream broadcast before his event. Remember, he's about to go on stage and announce that he is suspending his campaign. And, of course, the mics are hot. You know, they're preparing for this moment. And this is what he said. And everybody is playing it tonight. People don't want to hear it, Wayne. They don't want to hear it. We know we're right, but they don't want to hear it. And, And there's, you know, we couldn't have been any clearer. Right. We couldn't have been any more, any more direct or worked any harder. So, you know. Forget she spent $68 million. Yeah. I mean, well, well, when you give land to China and places like that. Yeah, yeah that's gonna, what you get. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far. She's on TV. Spent $68 million so far. $59 million by DeSantis. And we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. She's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's he's still going to carry out, right? Yes. Always. I I talked to DeSantis called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out after Iowa. He's probably going to get out after Iowa. By the way, of course, uh, there was the debate tonight with CNN with DeSantis and Haley. And I watch it so you didn't have to <laughs> because, boy, uh, it was kind of painful. And it did definitely look like the junior league compared to President Trump, who did a town hall sort of competing on Fox News against the debate. And I'm sure it got a lot more ratings. Uh, but, boy, does he look presidential. Boy, did it come across much more stately. And even Haley was swiping at DeSantis. They're going back and forth because clearly they are competing now for the number two position. Haley, yes, in some places is closing in on Trump. But you even heard what Chris Christie was saying privately, uh, candidly, because he didn't know he was being recorded. And at that point, 
he was saying that look how far behind she is. And she's, quote, going to get smoked by Trump. She's going to get creamed. And that's something that also President Trump tonight, it's the only thing he said I agree with Chris Christie on, uh, Nikki Haley is going to get creamed. And Haley was taking lots of swipes at DeSantis tonight. They were going back and forth. And Haley had a line with DeSantis because she's saying to him, hey, it's time for you to drop out, basically, uh, saying if you can't handle a campaign where they have spent, I guess, over $150 million plus, how can you run the country? And, of course, he goes back at her with a whole bunch of comments about the money and some of the funders that she has. Uh, including some liberal funders that are spending big, huge money. And he's trying to say she does not have the bona fides uh, to be a conservative candidate and that she has flipped and flopped about supporting migrants at one point, saying come in, uh, and now saying no, you shouldn't. Um, so he, it was an interesting debate. But I, so far, what I saw, I didn't see any huge breakthroughs at that moment. 1 800 848 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Sandra, line three. Sandra, what did you make of Chris Christie jumping out and also Trump's reaction to him? Well, I'm going to tell you, I watched the um, town hall tonight and I, I was so proud of Donald Trump. He looked great. I think he lost weight. Yeah. He handled I, I'm t- He was so sexy sitting there, I'll tell you. Wow. Handled- wow. Wait, are you are you are you picking him for the sexiest man alive, Sandra? Is that where you're going with this? He, 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 Is no, he competing no, against Clooney and and Brad Pitt? No, I'm just saying he lost weight and the way he was sitting, he just looked good. He really looked good. So, and he handled everything so professionally. And I liked how he handled every question about the abortion thing. He assured that woman, don't worry. When I become president, you will all be happy. We'll come to some kind of medium where we all are happy. He just, he just handled himself so well. And you know what? He was even very gentle in his response to Chris Christie, who has been so mean to him, but he wasn't mean back. And he was even nice to Hillary. And, you know, he's he's changing. He's not. And I like what he said, that he's not going to get back at people. The way he's going to get back is by succeeding and winning and turning this country around. That's going to be how he gets back. And that's a beautiful way to get back, not angry, punishing people. He's not going to do that. So I loved what I saw, and I loved at the end how well protected he was by his bodyguards. Wow. They were right behind him, many of them, big, strong men. So I was happy about that. And then I I taped uh, the CNN debate with uh, Haley and, and Ron DeSantis, and I just put that on for a few minutes before you. And what a difference. What a difference. It's like night and day. And, and, and Trump is really, really the answer to what we need. He true, And he really, you know how I feel, Rita. That's how I feel. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I will agree with you. I was flipping back and forth watching both. And, um, and to me, it was night and day. It was such right. a clear juxtaposition. And I agree with you. Um, first off, um, I know uh, Martha McCallum and Brett, uh, they're, they're friends of mine. We worked together when I was at Fox News, so full disclosure. But I think they should have, when they opened it up at the debate, um, they, they talked more about the polls with President Trump. Um, and then they kind of moved on. Uh, I would have, I was, I would have been curious to say, you know, hey, what was your reaction to this news with Chris Christie? And what's your message to Chris Christie? But 
I was very pleasantly surprised, and and in a positive way, just like you, Sandra, that he really was very um, courteous in his answer to Chris Christie. He said he didn't really take any swipes at Chris Christie. He just said um, that he agreed with her, you know, with him about the uh, Haley getting smoked or creamed, you know, as he called it. And he kind of he just kind of moved on, which was an interesting moment. And and I think if Trump can stay in the lane that you and I both saw tonight, and I agree, he does look great. There's word that Melania has been giving him uh, more salad and more vegetables and telling him to eat better. Um, she, of course, is a model and looks gorgeous. He always looks great, but I thought he looked really good. He looked energetic. He looked on. And he also stayed above the fray, I felt, tonight through what I saw, at least. I felt he he, he really looked presidential. I feel like a lot of times he doesn't need to swipe back. Sometimes, you know, that's his nature. And, of course, uh, the people uh, that support him and love him want to see that fighting spirit. We need a fighter. We need a warrior. There's no question in America right now. That's his style. But he came across, when Trump kind of comes across um, presidential and kind of doesn't go for the sort of below the belt, you know, whatever the comments about McCain or the comment, remember, about Mika Brzezinski or or even in this case, he didn't need to say anything about, you know, about Chris Christie because Chris Christie's out. You know, he doesn't need to sometimes take these swipes. He is so effective. And, and his message tonight was, listen, look at the border now. Look at the world on fire, all these things going on. Look at this. Look at inflation. Look at all these things. Uh, He makes such a compelling point. And if he can stay in that lane, I think that that is a very successful place. I've met the president many times. I have seen him very often in that lane. And I think he's at his best when he's in that lane. And I thought tonight he was superb. And Sandra says uh, he makes it to uh, the sexiest man alive list, too. So so he gets a full endorsement uh, from uh, Sandra on that one. Sandra, thank you. We'll continue your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, tonight we were just talking with Sandra, who said the same thing I did, that I thought Trump was incredibly gracious when he was asked about Chris Christie dropping out of the race, he also referred to that hot mic moment where Chris Christie, before he got on stage to make the announcement, said to somebody in the GOP party, as it's being reported, that Nikki Haley's going to get creamed by Trump, uh, that she is so far behind uh, and that she is going to get 
smoked as Chris Christie is heard on tape saying. And here's that moment uh, when President Trump was asked about it in the town hall tonight. Take a listen. Chris Christie was uh, in and uh, he got a hot mic I heard about. I thought actually the biggest story wasn't the fact that he dropped out. Nobody cared too much about that. But he had a hot mic where he was talking to somebody about uh, the weather and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the in the election. And I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. Some funny moments. And then they said, uh, well, what's ahead for Chris Christie? Could he actually be on a Trump ticket? Listen to this one. Let me just ask you a follow up on that about who would be in your in your cabinet, in your administration. Mm-hmm. If you are the nominee, which I know you expect to be, who would be in the running for a vice president? Well, I can't tell you that, really. I mean, I know who it's going to be. Give us a hint. I'll give you, we'll do another show sometime. Well, what about any of the people who you've run against? Would you be open to mending fences with oh, any sure, of them? Oh, sure, I will. I will. I've already started like Christy better. Christy for vice president? I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. That would be an upset. Christy for vice president. You know, Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, I'd like to announce. By the way, uh, what I found really interesting, first of all, it was very funny, that exchange, too. Can you imagine? I, Chris Christie, my VP. People go, what? There'll be heart attacks uh, across America. But separate than that, he did say in there, and I heard it when he said it live, I know who'll be, who it'll be. So it sounds like he already has somebody in mind uh, for his VP. It would have been interesting to say, uh, so you've decided, maybe he wouldn't announce it tonight, clearly, but... You've decided, man or woman, I, I, you know me, I would have grilled him over and over again because that was interesting. It sounds like he's made up his mind. Uh, very interesting. Let's go real quick to Joe, line one. Joe, your thoughts specifically about Chris Christie. Stay focused. I'm going to stay focused, my love. Two main points. I lived in New Jersey, Greta, well, under Christie, and he was an absolute cabone, a disgrace. He um, shut down the beaches, which is one of the only good things about he uh, shouted down an embarrassed, humiliated American veteran in a wheelchair, and he caused a man to die when he closed down the CWV. And by the way, let's help. Or info at pawsofwar.org. Pause of war. I love how you promote the veterans. That's beautiful, Joe. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And this Back the Blue segment is sponsored by GoyaCares.com because you are a precious gift from God. And it is a powerful story coming from Sterling, Illinois, where a family is thankful and forever grateful for the life-saving efforts of two police officers who rescued their dog from a house fire. Homeowner Cheyenne Bellows was awakened by the bark of her dog, Shango, and she said, I just heard him, and it was a bark like, Mom, something's wrong, you know. And by the time I got to the middle of the stairs, it was hot and it was filled with smoke. The homeowner, Bellows, said that she and her three kids were able to safely escape their home using a back door, but their dog, Shango, was trapped in the front of the house, which was full of smoke. 
it broke my heart. Like I felt like I was leaving a kid inside. It was so rough. Well, upon learning the situation, the responding officers worked their way into the home and they located the dog unconscious on the front porch. Officer Alex Krause then pulled Shango out of the house under heavy smoke, wherein at that point the other officer did chest compressions and resuscitated the dog. Incredibly, after a couple of minutes of administering dog CPR, Shango began breathing again. The homeowner said, quote, I owe those officers the biggest thank you. You know, they went above and beyond to go in and get my beloved dog. She said also, dogs are like your protectors, like my dog legitimately barked out and literally saved our lives. And how beautiful that our men and women in blue were able to save that beloved member of the family. And we're so honored that Goya Cares is sponsoring our Back the Blue segment. We love them. They have the best food and the best missions also, everybody. So check out GoyaCares.com. And we are talking, of course, about the great debate, if you want to call it that, uh, between DeSantis and Nikki Haley. As we know, Chris Christie dropped out. President Trump has said, I don't need to debate. I am so far ahead, which he is in all of the polls, and saying there's no reason to debate. And I agree with him. I mean, if you look at historically, when candidates have been so dominant in the races, as President Trump has been, they typically don't debate. Of course, tonight, all we kept hearing from Nikki Haley and DeSantis was, come on in. We want to hear you debate. Um, What are you afraid of? Well, any candidate, believe me, if they were in the same position that President Trump was, they wouldn't debate either. And even Chris Christie, as we talked about, when he dropped out, before he dropped out, he was caught on a hot mic speaking off camera. He didn't know he was being recorded, talking to a GOP official. And even though publicly he's saying, yeah, uh, there's clearly a race here uh, between Trump and someone else. Privately, Chris Christie is admitting uh, that this nomination is all but sewn up for Trump, and he believes Nikki Haley is done. Listen to what he said privately. People don't want to hear it, Wayne. They don't want to hear it. We know we're right, but they don't want to hear it. Right. And and there's you know we couldn't have been any clearer. Right. We couldn't have been any more any more direct or worked any harder. So you know. Yeah. Well, well, when you give land to China and places like that. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 so far, just on TV. Spent $68 so far, $59 by DeSantis, and we spent 12 I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. She's still 20 points behind Trump in the future, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's, gonna, he's still going to carry out, right? Yes. Oh, he's, I, t- you know, I talked to it. DeSantis called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out after Iowa. DeSantis called me, and he's petrified. Uh, that's an interesting nugget, too. And he said about Haley, she is not up to this. Boy, is that very telling that that's what Chris Christie is saying behind the scenes. Look at all the money spent. And she is, quote, about to get smoked. And DeSantis is also petrified. That maybe is very insightful of what's going on behind the scenes. 
1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ. Uh, BJ, your thoughts about all this. What an interesting shakeup today. Well, always good to talk to you, Rita. It was my birthday yesterday. Hey, happy birthday. Through. How does it feel to be legal? <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm 21 again, you know, a couple of, a couple of times. Bravo. But, uh, it, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Boy, I tell you, with that uh, Governor Beach chair, that didn't take long. <clears throat> he, he folded right up. You know, <clears throat> this tells me that whole little stunt that he pulled with the hot mic, that was not an accident. That was planned. He's a cynic. He is. He was running a scam on everyone so that he could get more notoriety. He wanted those comments to go into the media to let him know what he really thought. That's what he really thought. He was just trying to get notoriety. Oh, that's and, interesting. Uh, so you think you think it was a staged uh, thing that he knew his mic was hot and he thought it'd get out there eventually, and that's a good thing. Once a beach chair, always a beach chair. He should become a Democrat. That's how he. That's how he rolls, so to speak. He. 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 Be him and Hunter Biden would make a great ticket. I'll leave it at that. As far as uh, well, the, and the and you know, you know. By the way, BJ, before you move on, as you were talking about Nikki Haley, I think about when I think about uh, Chris Christie in the debates. There was that moment where, and I think you and I even talked about it the night of that debate, because there was more people on the stage at that point, uh, only now the two made it to the criteria for this one that takes place, again, days before the Iowa caucus. But one thing that I thought was really interesting in that one debate, remember where he defended Nikki Haley, because Vivek kept slamming her left and right. And then finally, Chris Christie stood in. Remember that moment? And I actually didn't think it was a good thing because I think it made Nikki Haley look weak like she needed Chris Christie. But he was coming to her aid. And now you hear what he's saying privately, uh, whether it's staged or not. It's pretty revealing, BJ. Oh, yes. There's one thing we know about Governor Beach chair. He hates Donald Trump. What he will do for the country will forever remain a mystery. But we know he does not like Donald Trump one bit, and he will never, ever, ever get over his ego that Donald Trump beat him. A professional politician was beaten by a schlepper from Queens, and Donald Trump got the jump on all of them in 2016. He's going to do it again. Here's where we're weak. We're weak in the elections. The elections, these guys got the ground game like you wouldn't believe. And that's where we got to beef up. Don't you? I'm not just calling up you. I'm getting out and getting involved in the campaign. And if you really want Donald Trump to get elected, folks, you better do it too, because they're trying to lock him up forever. And uh, these oh, other yeah. people that we're talking about, forget it. They, they were never ready for the presidency. No, can you? And, and you know what? Any of these two ready. people, BJ, that I'm looking at, um, you know, you look at like look at the incoming that President Trump has taken uh, with the 91 counts against him, all yep. these trials, uh, the fight over now trying to kick him off the ballot, the 14th Amendment. It's like they ah. will do anything. These people would fold like uh, like a beach chair and using your analogy there. <laughs> but can you imagine they fold like a cheap beach chair the minute one of those things was coming at them? Uh, yep. They are throwing the Democrats are throwing the kitchen sink, which is why it shows they're so desperate about Trump not winning. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know right. that I can't imagine any of these people that that I've seen in the last few days out there on the campaign trail. Um, none of them could handle, I think, the incoming. I don't know, uh, barely any other human being that could handle the incoming. 
They're getting Michelle Obama to come out and say, I'm frightened. What does that tell you? Okay, they are. They got nothing on the shelf. They got nothing to stop Trump. They've thrown the Supreme Court at him. They've thrown the Congress at him. They've thrown all these piddly widdly judges at him. They sue him. They go after his documents. They go after his, I mean, you name it. You think they'll go after him for parking tickets. They can't find, they've done everything. They get Michelle Obama to come out and say, well, you know, I mean, we, I'm really scared. I stay up at night. I mean, this is, this is, they can't stop him. He's, he's going to be the nominee where we're going to have to have the battle royale is the elections the elections the redistricting the voter day turning into voter season uh voting tomorrow voting all over the world that's got to end we have to end that until that ends we are in jeopardy of another democrat coming in in 2024 but Donald Trump, I saw him tonight. Boy, I was so proud he was my president. Yeah, he looked great. Uh, I will say, and he came across so presidential and focused and, uh, and boy, night and day compared to uh, the JV squad. BJ, thank you very much. Let's go to Jacqueline. Jacqueline, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. You know, a lot of people are pushing for Nikki Haley, and a lot of the polls are showing that Nikki Haley is uh, going to outpace President Trump. But from what I understand, a lot of the Democratic Party is really behind her. And oh, yeah. Her yeah, Reed yeah. Hoffman is one of the names that you hear a lot. He was a big donor to a lot of Democratic causes and a couple others names that you hear out there. Why are they so interested to back her? It, 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 you got to wonder. Um, well, and also, Jacqueline, I want to correct one thing on the polls, because you're correct. Yeah, there are some polls that show that. But then there's a few polls, but there's a lot of polls that show Trump still so far ahead, like in Iowa, uh, New Hampshire. She's closing in a little bit there in New Hampshire. Um, but there's still a good bit of distance in a number of polls with Trump still so significantly ahead. It's, uh, I mean, at this point, uh, it'd be stunning to think he is not getting the nomination. Um, but, you know, obviously, let's see what happens. You never know. There could be surprises or who knows what happens with all these crazy cases that are going on, too. But uh, I would be shocked if uh, if he doesn't win all three states at the beginning, the three big key ones. Some of the polls are reliable, but I'm very leery when it comes to polls, especially with those that I feel uh, have a biased opinion. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised <clears throat> he has made his uh, VP pick, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it happens to be Elise Stefanik. Yeah, and- I thought about that. You know, the only reason, Jacqueline, I thought about Elise Stefanik, and, and obviously uh, she's a fighter, and she, boy, she did a great job. Um, with uh, the Harvard president, oh, and yeah. also <laughs> the only thing about Elise Stefanik is she's if and it depends. You pick people for different reasons, right? Um, I think in in uh, 2016 he picked Mike Pence. He wanted somebody, you know, a little more um, uh, obviously tied to the faith movement. Somebody who didn't mind sort of being, you know, uh, sort of a steady number two. Um, you know, not not a not a lot of uh, fanfare, if you will. And I understood why he picked, um, you know, why he picked uh, clearly Pence at that time. And and also it was right after all the Access Hollywood stuff. He wanted to reassure evangelicals that he had their interests at heart. Stefanik, uh, the other thing that you pick with a VP is you pick somebody who can help you with some states. 
That's why I'm not sure about Stefanik, because she's a New Yorker. So I'm not sure if she buys him any state, but I, I will say she's a, impressive. She's out there. Um, and again, she really has been uh, really shining, I think, in the last few years. I've always thought she was, you know, very spirited and feisty. And obviously she's in a pretty decent leadership role there in Congress. They trust her. She often is sort of uh, the opening act or the introducer often for the uh, Speaker of the House, that's a very important position um, where she like is in the roster there. So, and I've met her a number of times, very smart woman, a serious woman, clearly cares about what she's talking about. So um, from a style perspective, yeah, I'm not sure if she helps with the state, but often, you know, maybe Trump doesn't feel like he needs to pick someone to help him win a state or win a coalition or win a group. Uh, that's why I'm not sure, but it, but he, it looks like he's picked somebody. Who now, if it's not Stefanik, who else are you thinking, Jacqueline? Have you thought about who who else might be in that run up? Well, it's certainly not going to be either of the two that are <clears throat> left on the uh, the GOP stage. Um, I think he may choose someone that uh, left the race a little earlier. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't even think it's going to be Vivek, really, to be honest with you. Although I'm sure he's got a, a cabinet position for him. Yeah, I see but, Vivek like commerce. I could see yeah. him picking him in like kind of a, a commerce position or something like that. Uh, you know, small business or you know uh, something like that. You know, he's got clearly a, a lot of success in the business community. I I could see that, but. Yeah, I, I think I think it's interesting. And maybe it's a woman. I, I actually, my gut kind of tells me he might pick a woman. And um, maybe Stefanik. I've heard a couple other names out there, too, like sort of in the hopper. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I know there are a number of people vying for it. We keep hearing Christy Nome saying, if I get ass, oh, heck yeah. What do you think of her? What do you think of her in South Dakota? Real quick, Jacqueline. I, I don't really know much about her to comment, <clears throat> to be honest with you. Yeah, she seems steadfast on her conservative views. Um, she has been, you know, she's, I think, a good speaker. Um, and I think she's, you know, she's taken the fight to the Biden administration a lot. She was very upset when they, uh, you know, when they wouldn't allow like fireworks over Mount Rushmore and a whole bunch of problems, you know, things there. And she's been steadfast in supporting uh, conservative values, keeping taxes low, all that stuff. So I don't, pushing for jobs. They've had a great story of jobs there in South Dakota. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, my gut tells me it's going to be a woman from somewhere. So so we'll see, Jacqueline. Thanks so much. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue your calls, everybody. Who do you think that President Trump is thinking of? Because he said tonight, uh, yeah, he knows who he's going to pick as the VP. And what do you make of the fact of this hot mic moment? Was it staged uh, or really was it a hot mic? And boy, was it revealing and telling of Chris Christie, who's now out of the race. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Coming up in the next hour, we'll talk more about migrants. They took over a Brooklyn high school and kicked the kids out. And parents 
our outrage and what does it say about our priorities? Plus, obviously, that was a big focus of the debate tonight. And obviously also with President Trump in his separate competing town hall, which I bet will have sky high ratings. one 800 Let's go to Dom in Minnesota, line three. Dom, go ahead. Yeah, Rita, Trump's poll numbers went up by another five points, at least in my book, after that town hall today. You know, people, people need to understand that the Democrats have perfected the art of projection. You know, case in point, Mr. Joe Bite Me is the one causing the chaos at the border, in the economy, and in the schools, and in our lives, and Trump is the chaos. So Trump put it perfectly, you know, when they said, are you going to be able to not cause the chaos? People say chaos follows you. Look at what's happening. I'm not the one causing the chaos. They're causing the chaos because of me. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, Dom, I thought that was a great moment. I agree with you. When I heard that tonight, I thought that was spot on because he said they're creating the chaos against me. And he reminded everybody that I think he said he was the first president. I think he said in 72 years with no wars. He said, I'm not somebody who brings the chaos. I try to diffuse it. They just want to create chaos around me. And I agree. That was a great line. Dom, thank you very, very much. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Your thoughts, Mike? Hey, Rita. Um, well, I didn't watch the debate in town hall, but um, the funniest thing listening to your show was <clears throat> the hot mic. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> excuse me. You can't yeah. make it up. It He's about to make this thing. announcement and then he comes and they has the hot mic before it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Donald Trump is, is you know, uh, so far ahead. And he's his uh, Chris Christie, his main objective when he was debating was bashing Donald Trump. He spent more time in New Hampshire, you know, going to the diners and the restaurants, I would imagine, than he did in Iowa. And you know what? Maybe he can uh, open up a business for extra large beach chairs. Oh, oh, uh, well, well, uh, he clearly has uh, a lot of extra large explaining (laughs) after that hot mic. Mike, you're great. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Let's go to Fred. Line one. Fred, your thoughts about the hot mic? Yeah, the hot mic issue. Well, you know, you notice how clear that was so perfect, such clarity. Usually when there's a hot, every time I've heard a hot mic issue, it's you hear part of it and it's a little you hear you don't hear it too well but this was perfect there was no swearing nothing untoward said just a perfect script it's as though he was holding it two inches from his lips ah very interesting so you think maybe it was orchestrated although we have to remember it was right before he was going out So he was mic'd up, ready to go out to make this major announcement. So you would imagine they'd have, you know, good audio and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if he wanted that out there, but boy, he's creating waves on his way out.